Are you enjoying the grands? We might drop another episode soon. Keep an eye out. Head on over to grandspot.com or search for it in your podcatcher of choice. Can drop that in with no contacts. Just let people figure it out for themselves. Hang on, I need to. I need to grab my chips and salsa. Never mind. Nope. Nope. I can't. I can't stand. <laughs> I'm there were actual tears. Welcome to the second season of Talking Sons, the spaciest podcast about Dungeons and Daddies made by fans of the show. Dungeons and Daddies is a podcast about four kids who travel to Colin Firth to save their dads. This isn't that podcast. You should go listen to it because we don't care about spoilers and we'll spoil everything. Talking Sons, Season 2, Episode 35, The Wrong Stuff. Theme music goes here. But dang, but dang, but dang. Hi, my name is Jamie, and my rad fact is that I'm just drinking champagne for no reason tonight. Absolutely no reason. Just enjoying the champagne. <laughs> oh, okay. All yeah. right. Congrats. Yeah. 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 I mean, we should really pat all of ourselves on the back, I guess. Yeah. But, we, we all did a bunch of heavy lifting in the reason I'm drinking campaign. Yes. Absolutely. Champagne. Campaign champagne. 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 You know, I don't think that this is a, a presidential. I don't think it's quite their, you know, kind of level of champagne. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's pretty good. What the fuck <laughs> is that? Agnity has indigestion. Uh, <laughs> the whale has indigestion. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody just started the engine of the loudest fucking car on the planet, I guess, outside of okay. my window. Because there's right. not enough air pollution at the moment. Oh yeah, how's it how's it going with your smoky stuff? Like I was up there like 20 years ago in Jersey when Canada was on fire and you just stepped outside and it smelled like burning moose. <laughs> Imagine how we feel. Yeah. I was actually like, we were supposed to go out to site today and um, we were all told to stay home. Like it was canceled because of the smoke. Hey, yeah. sorry. Dead body disburial is canceled today because of uh, smoke. We, we yeah, don't know. Yeah. We, cause the problem is that uh, all the bones that you would, you know, dig up would, you know, smoke cure and turn into jerky and no one likes jerky bones. It was more that they um, didn't want to give us lung cancer. Yeah, that's probably the main reason why. Like, even where I was, where I am currently, it is, it was bad. Like, real bad. Like, like outside looked like hell bad. Yeah. Um, it is cleared up now because I guess there is a low pressure, whatever, like right on top of us. Yeah, so, thanks, like, man. the air is cleared. So, it's, it's, it's pushing the air yeah. or it's pushing all that smoke back up to Canada. Once well, it came up, up to Canada down and down to yeah. yeah, Washington's got it bad right now. Yeah, oh, okay. Pennsylvania is like pencil fucked. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love how everyone's like, "Oh my god, the American cities!" While it's like the Canadians are like, "We're on fire!" Like we are <laughs> I mean, literally we on fire. The fires? It's your yeah. problem. Okay, these are your. We fires, didn't start the fire. <laughs> it was America's global warming. That caused the uh, world to be I mean, that, that was 
kind of all of our deals to be honest and granted britain started it in like 1838 so blame the industrial Mm -hmm. revolution you participated Uh (laughs) i did Uh not because i'm 23 (laughs) yeah sorry my bad guys uh i've contributed a lot to the global warming over my 87 years on this planet Mm-hmm. Back in 1838, when I started the Industrial Revolution. <laughs> Anyways, who facted Rion? <laughs> uh, that Think was still mine. my fact. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I want my fact to be that I have air pollution. So we can skip me. Congratulations. Yeah. You're not yeah. special. I know. We all have air pollution. We super have air pollution, though. And it's New York air pollution. <laughs> so it's the greatest air pollution in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New York. Yeah. Like uh, every time I go to New York, it's all just like dirt and grime, mm-hmm. black stuff caked on all of the overpass walls and stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, greatest city in the world. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Never heard of a power washer, huh? Nope. No. No. Don't know power wash shit. simulator. Nope. nope. Oh, wait. Are, are we on? I... Uh, oh, okay. No, all it's right. me. Okay. Just. Because Nikki's not here, so Agnity's fact was about the yeah, air everything pro- gets thrown off. Usually Emma goes second. I'm just yeah. jumping the queue. Oh, <laughs> Emma. Hi. Hi. My name is Emma, and my rad fact is that I'm eating the fuck out of some Biscoff cookies right now. Wait, with salsa? They're what? really good. No. Oh, okay. Good. It, no. That'd be disgusting. <laughs> I love Biscoff I wanted cookies. salsa. But um, right. unfortunately, you only had your flight attendant rations nearby because the only <laughs> time I have Biscoff cookies are when I fly on a plane. They're so fucking good. They're yeah, they're so good. good. We serve them at work with every espresso. So, oh, OK, like I'm, I'm jealous because the only time they show up in my life is when I'm traveling somewhere. So they're like a travel snack for me. They're, they're just my at work snack. She's your own destiny. <laughs> Buy them at the supermarket in those big packs. Biscoff rules. Once I actually made a Biscoff latte by crushing up a cookie and kind of melting into milk and then steaming that and then just drinking it. That, Ooh. I don't know if I can really say it's a good idea, but I didn't hate it. Nice. Hey, I'm Luke. Uh, my, my, <laughs> hey. Uh, Hi. Mm, hey. Hi. Hi. Uh, my rad fact for this week is that I have never been married before, but my cousins have. So uh, I'm, I'm going to their uh, wedding party this weekend because uh, they got married t- like t- two years ago. Son of a monkey. I I, I was totally going to be like, yeah, my <laughs> rad fact is that I'm drinking champagne and I've been married. End of dad yeah. fact. There you go. So now just clip They're it not in. Married to each other, right? That's no, no, no. <laughs> okay, okay. No, just a couple. Of I've my never been married, married, but I have been divorced. <laughs> nice. So about your Luke. So tell me about your cousins marrying. No, they just got married during the pandemic, and they couldn't celebrate it because it was during the pandemic. Of course. So now it is two years later, and it is, I mean, we're still technically in the middle of a pandemic, but it is less bad than it used to be. So yeah. now we can actually celebrate it. So that's what we're doing this weekend. And I realized that it's like game announcement weekend as well. So I'm going to have a lot of catching up to do next week. <laughs> So you're just going to be the weirdo in the corner on your phone looking at video games. Oh, yeah, probably. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's valid. That's how you do weddings. Yeah. I mean, that's how I would do a wedding. Yeah. Although if, if I were to be wed, there'd be a lot of board games everywhere. So, oh, nice. I would show yeah. up if there were like games, because all the weddings that I've been to, there's just been like alcohol and food and music. Yeah. 
I mean, there there would be food and board games because I'm not going to force people that don't know each other to talk to each other. I'm going to force them to play board games together. <laughs> oh Just boy! Some violence going on at the grandparents' table. Oh yeah, no, it's going to be Uno. it's going to be for no, 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 Catan. Oh no! <laughs> Get them no. to fucking kill each other over sheep. <laughs> Or you just have that one table that just loudly shouts, I need wood for my sheep. Give me wood for my sheep. <laughs> no, I don't want you to build the longest road, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Anyways, what episode are we on? We all just we finished listening to season two, episode 35, <laughs> Apollo 14. In this uh, <laughs> what was that, heck, Nitty? <laughs> <laughs> In this episode, the kids tried to get some spacesuits. I, I mean, did they? They did. They did. So, they, they did get they get spacesuits in the end. Um, yeah, this is this episode is just back to their convoluted bullshit. I <laughs> so much convoluted like, bullshit. I, the intro was great, though. Can we stay yes. with the intro for a bit? Because oh, holy yeah. shit, intro was very good. I didn't know Freddie had David Bowie down like that. <laughs> Man, that was that was a treat, even at one point two five speed. You know what? Like the past two or three episodes have been so good that I think that I'm gonna give them uh, one speed listen because David Bowie at one point two five a little bit. A little bit peppy. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good to like sit back and listen to some good old Bowie. Yeah. I enjoyed myself. I was like, wow, I, I was happy that it went on for pretty much ever. <laughs> the fact that they like integrated the TikToks to the intro song to the end of the I was like, ha, look at that. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. And then they didn't disappoint with the rest of the episode. So Congratulations, guys. 18 months in and you finally figured out what your podcast is (laughs) and what makes it work. Finally figured out season two and then they're going to just forget how it works all over again. Don't you worry. Now, I don't want to say it out loud, but is it because scary is Terry? (laughs) Well, okay. Um, Actually, I enjoyed last episode, but I enjoyed this episode more because I I think that um, scary as Terry is someone who yes ands a lot more and isn't a source mm. of friction. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's positive. It's just like, not, it's, yeah. it, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's just nice to have a character on board with everything for once. It is also so very accurate because that's how eight and 10 year olds are. They're very positive. They're peppy about the world compared to like three year olds and 13 year olds, a lot more likely to go with the flow i don't have a 13 year old but i do have a three-year-old and so i could imagine that (laughs) it's true most children are terrible twos and terrible threes oh my it's not a lie and then i imagine it returns as teenagers where it's always no to everything i don't want to have to convince you to go to this thing that i know you're gonna enjoy because you enjoyed it two weeks ago and it's like driving around with your emergency brake on and then figuring it out and then unsticking it and then your car just goes and it's smooth and it's beautiful and it's great so true. so i i mean i'm not saying that scary is the emergency brake I just wish that she wouldn't, you know, drag things so much. (laughs) Well, she did have that. She did have that long face of being like the evil one, which 
It can be interesting, but yeah, this particular party dynamic, it was not interesting. It was I just mean, annoying more than anything. It, it is it is because she had to stay with them. I feel like that a more mature DM would have either said, you need to pick a new character that would want to have goals that align with the party, or they would have maybe had offline sessions where they would have left the party, and then the players who were worried about moving the plot forward could have moved the plot forward. Sort of like... Uh, Anthony did with Freddie in late season one where right. he was in the yeah. jail. But the prison yeah. Glenn stuff kind of that that let's not pretend that didn't drag its feet. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> awesome, but it's an example that they know how to handle a character who for one reason or another can't accomplish the same goals as the rest of the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the my favorite way I think I've heard a podcast deal with that would be with Flintlocks and Fireballs, which is a very little known podcast out there that put out like four hours a week for the past four years or some craziness like that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the way they at one point one of the characters got kidnapped by her mother and dragged back to the Underdark or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Anytime you try to explain what's going on in Deke and Deke campaign out of context, it doesn't make any sense. But um, to keep everybody together and playing the same show, they just had two separate parties. So the other two players rolled up two more characters to play with the kidnap character and the kidnap character rolled up a new person to go help get herself back. Man, hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, we yeah. should have rolled... Uh, like, I, I honestly... Oh, man. For them to have, like, rolled more people and, like, had, like, some bunch, like, a group of emo teens where they were all playing emo teens, I think that would have been a lot of fun. Yeah, that could have been. Part of me says, yes, give them the chance to roll more characters because some of them might not be (laughs) as terrible. (laughs) (laughs) And I think Critical Role is doing something like that right now. They're just inviting guests on. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. like Emily's on it, which is like, I need to get caught up, maybe. Or just watch <laughs> the episodes with Emily in them. I mean, I guess back to the kids actually playing together. They all went to the JPL, which is a thing. They did. Yeah, they sure did. Um, yeah. Was it was sweet. It yeah. was fun. It was nice to hear them play together. And Anthony dropping in Hero as his DMPC for the episode was a choice. <laughs> Definitely was a choice. Ugh. I can't believe he did that. He was just like, I'm going to take Hero. I need somebody. And I want to sound like I'm trying on my watch. Yeah. Anthony just wants to do Anthony, but constipated. (laughs) It was fine. Hero was was fine. I I like Hero more than I like the rest of the teens. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. Uh, Okay, so... The past two or three episodes, I would say, are actually pretty okay, even when measured against season one. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that they've topped season one yet. No, but absolutely not. They've, they've hit that stride, you know, kind of character-driven stakes, uh, you know, simple plot, simple objectives, zany situations. I am personally waiting for the other shoe to drop, but yeah, for now, it's For it's now, good. they've rediscovered what made their podcast work. Jumping forward 12 hours every single time somebody made a mistake and messed up like we're not married was I can't tell if it was genius or <laughs> completely <laughs> detracted from everything that they was trying to do. Like, I mean, it kind of worked. I didn't expect to get 48 hours into one episode, but no. they did it. 
because of that randomly stumbled upon mechanic. And I think I kind of thankful for it because they just had to do a plan instead of coming yeah. up with 700 yeah, I, plans that weren't going to work. I would. I don't think it would have been fun to have sat there for the entire 48 no. hours. Yeah, and listen to them try to build a plan out and Anthony go, well, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, Anthony hurriedly Googles stuff and figures out how to take their plan apart. Yeah. I was so happy when Anthony got caught by that mechanic and Hermie was banished. (laughs) (laughs) It was very funny to listen to them call each other out on the different instances where that would apply. That was that was very good. And I'm I'm, you know to Anthony's credit he rolled with it for the most part where you know it would make sense. So yeah, that was that was that was very good. <laughs> um, the the plan, the plans that they came up with, absolutely batshit. Yeah, didn't make any fucking sense. But but the, season just one, like the combination of like the smallest text within a spell of like any equipment you're holding transforms with you to like also we're going into space. It's just like I don't know. Yeah. It's the most Dungeons and Daddies thing I think has happened on this show in a while just like the mm-hmm. minutia of picking out a single aspect of the game yeah like or and ignoring I mean, everything else <laughs> like yeah. yeah no like they could have easily put on the spacesuits as clothes like anthony was like yeah no you have all your clothes with you and like they could have easily argued you know when i get up and walk around my clothes go with me like that would have (laughs) been enough for a suit and a parachute yeah you would think because parachutes are just backpacks yeah like and you're wearing a backpack so they didn't lose their inventory which is according to dnd 5e lore where you keep the rest of your stuff that isn't in your hands yeah it's just the, the parameters of this mission were stretched beyond i think they needed to be but also <laughs> that's like, part of the dungeons and daddy's charm yeah. yeah yeah the hijinks it's all hijinks yeah these jinx are as high as emma absolutely hijinks <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, and shenanigans i would say that they even got up to the level of shenaniganery yeah no, I would agree Their with that. Their shenanigans were gans. Wait. <laughs> Wait. I can make I this work. I can make this work. I'm not going to try to figure out what that means. <laughs> no. Their, their shenanigans were ganged. <laughs> it's not getting better. No. Yeah, I think I pretty sure it got worse. No, actually, no, no, no. I think I think you're almost there. Give it one more try. Their their shenanigans were <laughs> their shenanigans were gangs. Gangs. There you go. They were Gang. gained. There Gang. you go. They gained those shenanigans. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Achieved. Their shenanigans being becoming Red Bull viral superstars i guess yeah I mean, that pretty much sums it up uh-huh and a slap together plan in the last six hours of 48 they somehow convinced red bull executives to give them space suits because they couldn't get them from oh, the okay, JPL. okay so no they just don't have them there you know 
this is one of those weird coincidences. On Reddit, Red Bull posted just dropped off six spacesuits at SpaceX or somewhere because Red Bull is sending astronauts up into space. And so yeah. the Red Bull dude dropped off spacesuits this morning and they recorded this last week. And so they had no idea that that would be like a social media push. But yeah, Red Bull has spacesuits <laughs> that they are providing to their sponsored people. As proof of the morning when we recorded. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it makes sense because they had they there was like, they those, had like that guy who jumped from the atmosphere or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From the I balloon. Remember yeah. seeing that. A lot of the yeah. people spend a lot of time that day looking at this guy floating up into the air. <laughs> yeah. So they, you know, just dust it off. That that <laughs> that spacesuit and the other five they had lying around and yeah yeah it makes sense it works out it's fine don't, yeah. don't worry about it don't worry about it did they go with Freddy's hamster ball or did they actually no. get parachutes it I was forget. it was parachutes they got All parachutes right. yeah that's, that's good that's that's a good idea so they go up they get out they managed to not get Nick a spacesuit somehow because of a they had to roll to spacesuit in space. Yeah, because apparently, like, equipment that you are holding, which in D&D means, like, everything in your pack, everything in your backpack, Anthony took that to mean you're just holding it in your arms and then you let it <laughs> loose as soon as the spell's gone. Yeah, which is, you know, again, he likes to make them roll for things yeah. a lot. And it's kind of, sometimes it's stuff that, like, makes sense. Sometimes it's stuff like he's just trying to get them to fail so he can do his next thing. And I feel like this was that. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, also, he is a writer. And I'm not claiming to be a writer, but I am aware of, like, writing techniques. And one of those techniques is not yes-anding, which is an improv technique where you take something and you run with it. There's a way of shepherding your characters through a story where it's either no-and or yes-but. And it's always, it gets worse. Yeah, he's he's trying to, like, ascribe a consequences system to D&D &D, where D&D &D is very black and white as far as yeah its results go, because it's either you failed or you succeeded, depending yeah. on, you know, the score that you're trying to hit. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's also part of, I mean, D&D is supposed to be collaborative storytelling. You're supposed to be rooting for yeah. your characters as you're DMing for them. You're not supposed to be antagonistic in your relationship with them. Yeah, well. I mean, it's also, not something this podcast has ever done particularly well, but <laughs> yeah. But as a writer, like you do want your characters to get into deeper and deeper shit. And the way that that happens is with the yes, but no and. Yeah. yeah I mean, like he had them roll for this thing that happened and then it ended up having no consequences. They just set him back down and had him like come right back up. And it's kind of like, why did you spend time <laughs> doing that then? Yeah. Like, well, he also he also leaned on it last episode as well, yeah. where the proposition was you need to get scam likely to open a portal for you. Uh, yes, but he shoots out the window and you're all sucked into space. Yeah, but at least that like changed, I guess, whatever they were doing. The status quo. It just yeah, feels like a lot of. Yeah, it feels like a lot of time that he has them roll just to see if they'll fail. And then even if they do fail, he lets them out of it. And then uh, they got sponsored. They got their suits and then they, they sponsored. They, they got their suits. They went up into the air. They went through all of that planning to just have spacesuits. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, go up into the air and come back down. I feel like that they could have been like, hey, why don't you guys show us to where the uh, trial fully functional spacesuits are? 
but they did. It was entertaining. It was a good ride. I enjoyed it. We went through a whole Red Bull arc and said, that's, you know, it's fun to hear them panic, I guess. (laughs) I mean, you know, um, Terry regressing to the, when was Ice Bucket Challenge? Mid 2000s? I don't know. Uh, Early 2010s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the early 2010s. So uh, regressing to 20 years before she was born with the Ice Bucket Challenge. Every stunt except for normals was so bad. Yeah. It was kind of impressive. That wasn't even the dice. That was just their ideas. Yeah, their ideas. I'm going to drink these cans of not Red Bull and then fall asleep. Wow, Matt. And I guess innocent Terry regressing back to the 2014s. And now they're getting shot at. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, did he shoot? He just pulled out guns. Yeah. So no, they no, landed. No, he began firing. Yeah, I he started Anthony's blasting. last word were, and he opened fires. Oh, okay. Yeah. So next episode. That, and that was Terry Jr.? Yes, I believe so. I mean, although at the same time, like these cliffhangers have been really, really bad where <laughs> you cut off Taylor's head as a cliffhanger and then, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, we're going to find out next episode he's shooting at something behind them. Yeah, he's shooting. Yeah, he said, get down. And then he, yeah. We're at Doctor Who levels of cliffhanger <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, him yelling first, get down. So, yeah, obviously shooting behind them. Or they're guns of healing. Or guns of knowledge. <laughs> you were hurt. I'm going to shoot you gooder. Oh, oh, Emma, Emma, you're here. Have you listened to campaign tune of Nadpod yet? Um, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just for vain core. I'm sorry. I believe you. You'll learn this when you go to Eldermorn. Caldwell's character is a doctor mortician guy and he gets a gun. <laughs> uh, love that. <laughs> <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor. Hey teens, are you looking for a summer internship to gain real technical skills that are out of this world? Submit your resume for our internship at the JPL. That's the Jet Propulsion Laboratory for those of you not in the know. Wink. This year we're announcing our special, special intern track for those of you burdened with great destiny who just want to take some time and get some skills for the real world. Are you afraid that the skills you gain while saving the world won't be useful after the battle between good and evil is won? Yeah. We're looking for applicants born with naturally spiky pink hair, teens with an ancestral prophecy that foretold their greatness, or heirs to magical weapons that will launch them on a mighty quest to apply today. When I was born, the sun turned blood red, but then I got a 100 on my calculus test, and now I want to launch rockets. Every week, I have to keep myself from falling into a mech cockpit or portal to the fairy realm. But with JPL, I fell for MATLAB. Wow! We're looking for applicants who are tired of being told they need to save the planet and instead are looking for skills that are out of this world. Apply today! Fax your application to 1-900-6969-NICE. That's 1-900-6969-NICE. Thanks, JPL. How do we know that the JPL isn't funded by the Feralborgs for Prosperity? Could be. Aren't they using the same phone number? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's evidence towards the accusation. (laughs) Uh, So, we ain't got much to talk about, apparently. So, I've got another one of my handy-dandy brackets that I made, like, six months ago. (laughs) 
Oh, <laughs> boy. Ago. Oh, boy. Um, so I've got two brackets ready to go for two of the people that are here currently. So I have one for Agnity. I have one for Jamie. I'm a Noabelle. Emma get fucked. Okay, honestly, for the longest time, I couldn't think of one for Emma, but I thought of one today and I'm going to make it probably not today, but I will make it in the future. Ooh, what is it? No, I'm not going to tell you. Until... Tell. Yeah. Just won't tell. I, want, I want it to be a surprise. That way it's fun. Okay, I'm kind of torn. I'm kind of torn because I feel like we should do Agnities. I'm not here all the time. Yeah, like I'm always here. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> you Despite can't your best get efforts. rid of me, bitch. You yeah. can't get rid of me. <laughs> all right, so we are doing the best Animal Crossing villager that is not Stitches. Yeah, Asterix <laughs> who is not Stitches. <laughs> um, so this is a... Uh, uh, fairly random list that i pulled from several other lists of who is the best villager there are so many villagers out there my guy <laughs> right yeah so that's why i didn't just like go to the animal crossing wiki and just pull them from there because uh, there's too many so hey, i'm not gonna do that so so question i've only what? played one animal crossing game and that was for the wii city folk and okay. like what makes a good animal crossing character Vibes. Just vibes. You're going Just vibes. sheer vibes. It's down to personal aesthetics. Yeah, exactly. Who's your favorite Animal Crossing villager? Everybody's going to have a completely different one. And it all com it comes down to a lot of like who moves into your village. One, that's a yeah, big deal. Yeah. And like two, it's like when you start the game, like who's the one who gave you their photo first? Because that's going to be <laughs> that's going to be a big deal. So it's like an attachment thing as opposed to like there are characters that give better gifts or there are characters that have better yeah, conversations. No, it's, all or... it's just it's pure just like one on one human. Oh, <laughs> OK. Like, yeah. It's not like you can't power game Animal Crossing. <laughs> no, I kind of I kind of picked that up where like people would show up and I try to make them happy. But. You know, it's just I, I didn't really feel like there was much of a difference between like the animal types. I mean, right. well, I mean, there's the six different types. There's eight, eight different types. They're all different personalities. This is, this is all brand new to me. I will shut up and hopefully listen to you explain why. Maybe you learn a fucking thing. No, I refuse. <laughs> I've learned so much over my 87 years. I don't need to learn anything more. There are eight different personalities in total. Yeah. There are Lazy Jock, Cranky, and Smug, which are, are all male villagers, which, frankly, that's kind of fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since the first one on the female side says normal. <laughs> uh, so the female ones are a normal, peppy, snooty, and big sister. Yeah. That'll determine how they talk to you and like the manner that they talk to you. Yeah, so every single big sister villager is pretty much just copy-paste on top of each other. It just is down to vibes of like if you like their colors if you like their face mm -hmm. and they, i mean they all have like different preferences for like different like furnitures and stuff that they like because they all have like a theme okay so if you're like digging like the normal vibe and you're a fan of cats you're after the character that is a cat normal yeah so like a kiki I don't know what that means. The character is a cat and she is named Kiki. Oh, okay. And is normal. Oh, yeah. okay. And so if that's your vibe, then she's your number one. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, yeah. It depends. Again, it depends on who ends up in the island because it's completely random who will show up. Mm -hmm. And who mm -hmm. you start with is also completely random. Yes. Although, isn't it like 
in the Switch, if you use like special like AR NFC cards, cards. Yes. yep, AR cards, you can pull. You can have people from those cards like visit, and then you can have them can talk them into moving to your island after yeah. days of effort in a tent. Yeah, after you, you complete a game with them. <laughs> yeah, if you complete their quests, they will come to your island. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so I feel like now, even if our listeners haven't played Animal Crossing, they now have enough understanding to appreciate the bracket. Everybody knows how Animal Crossing works. <laughs> I am 87 years old. I don't know how Nintendo works. Everybody in our audience knows how Animal Crossing works. Probably a lot of them do, honestly. Okay, so there are 32 options. And so we're going to uh, get it down to one. Uh, some of these I think I put on here because I like them. Like uh, Flora is on here, for instance. She was one of my villagers and I loved her. And I think I had Bob, too. <laughs> Bob's wonderful. I love Bob. Bob's going to win. <laughs> you can enumerate on, you know, why you like the particular thing or you can just, you know. I'll probably can... describe all of the animals because I feel like most people don't have a uh, strange yeah, probably, probably not. knowledge of what <laughs> Animal Crossing villagers look like what because you don't run into many of them in gameplay no you, I was yeah, gonna say I'm I'm biased towards Bob just because anytime that cat. I have a small appliance like I had the uh that little remote controlled robot from like the early 2000s and I called it Robo Bob and my calculator's name was Bob so uh, I'm a fan of Bob but it's not my bracket so <laughs> not your bracket your opinion does not matter. Disregarded. The first pairing that we have is Ribot. Oh, good one. And Walker. Walker is a dog, right? 90% Probably. sure Walker is a dog. Yes, he is a dog. He has an orange shirt with a five on it. And yeah, he's just kind of a dog. Kind of a dog. He's a, he's a black does and he white dog. Does he have a white spot? Yeah, he has a black spot on his head. I'm not looking at pictures. I'm just thinking about Walker. Um, It's going to go to Ribot. He's a cool robot frog. It's hard to beat robot yeah. frogs. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of a creepy robot frog, and he was on one of my original GameCube towns, and he did kind of scare me because I was like 12 or whatever, but <laughs> I think I've come around fair. on him. Yeah, I mean, he's a robot frog. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, Ribot. He's great. Next up, we have Apollo, who I believe is a bird. Yeah, big bird. Yeah. and Actually, one of the originals that you get in Pocket Camp. You get four to start with, and Apollo is one of them. He's the cool guy. And Raymond, who is a cat, if I'm not mistaken. Raymond famously is one of the very newest villagers added in uh, New Horizons with yes. two different colors. Raymond was a, a villager you could sell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do remember there being a, a hefty trade of Raymond early on in the game because when people found them, they absolutely loved him because he's like he's got the he's got these two, yeah. two different colored eyes. He's got a little flip of hair on his head and he's like a he's definitely a gay cat boy. <laughs> yes, for sure. He is on my island in Animal Crossing as we speak. He just showed up. He came camping <laughs> and I think I kicked out a stitches for him. Oh no! <laughs> but it's okay because I had that amiibo card that you sent me, so I just got stitches back. So the mm. stitches that I have now is actually stitches too. <laughs> <laughs> but we Amazing. don't acknowledge that. <laughs> um, Apollo's cool. He's just like your basic bald eagle kind of guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I'm probably gonna give it to uh, Raymond. Raymond. Just yeah, just he, kind of he's kind of iconic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next pairing, we have Flora versus Meringue. Now, Flora is a bright pink flamingo, right? Yes, she is. All right. Oh, I mean, Flora's, house, um, Flora's house 
like request in the New Horizons Happy Home Designer was just pink. Yeah, no, the inside <laughs> and outside of her house is always very pink. Can I jump in here and say that like in your 30s, you have to pick a favorite animal. So that way when people see this animal, they think of you. And the animal that I picked was the flamingo. And so apparently because I'm in my 30s and I announced that to the world, whenever someone sees like a little $2 kitschy flamingo thing they get it for me your house is now covered in flamingo stuff currently nine flamingo things so far (laughs) are any of them lawn ornaments yeah that would be the obvious one huh yeah yeah the the yard birds Fun fact about those plastic flamingos, they're almost entirely made in Lemonster, Massachusetts, which is where I'm from. Nice. (laughs) That is fucking insane. (laughs) Anyway, Agnity, back to you. So Flora and who? Sorry. Meringue. Is a rhino with a dessert theme. Right. Yes. Yeah. She's pink. She has like a kind of like a cream on the top of her head, like a like a white top of her head. It looks kind of like whipped cream. Mm -hmm. And uh her horn. Yep. Yeah, yeah, she's got a strawberry horn. All right. Um, the answer is going to be Flora because the food animals disturb me. <laughs> <laughs> That's reasonable, and Ben, um, I also think Flora is a good choice. So, uh, we got here Leopold and Rold. Oh, our penguin. Ooh, that one's actually a very, very tough little matchup you put here in the first round for me. This is completely randomized. I had nothing yes. to do with these Leopold matchups. Leopold is actually my chosen camp caretaker at this very moment in pocket camp. He is a, a cool little lion guy with glasses and he looks like he's always in a library and it's cute. His like default outfit is a sweater vest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rold is a penguin who is sporty and he's just like a blue penguin. That's that's all he is. He's just a he's just a penguin guy. And he is one of the other options that I switch in for camp caretaker duties. He is level sixty four in my <laughs> friendship, and Leopold is sixty eight. So um, anybody who plays pocket camp will know those are very ridiculously high numbers for these people. Um, <laughs> I think I have to go with the penguin, though. I do deeply love cool. him. Because penguins he's just, he's cool. like, cause like, there's some, there's a few penguins in this game who just don't make sense. Like, he, they like have helmets drawn into them. Oh, yeah, and it's that's like, not great. Like, Chabwick and Puck. And like, it's just like, okay, I get it. You're a penguin, you're a hockey player. Um, there is a cool penguin named Boomer. And every time I talk to him, I'm like, okay, Boomer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he wears like a flight helmet and is also a great penguin. Uh, the other normal penguin I'd say would be Aurora, which is a nice little lady penguin. Um, my brother and I were kind of obsessed with penguins for a bit in Animal Crossing. I mean, that's reasonable. Penguins are cool. They're yeah. really cool. But yeah, let's right. give it to the penguin. Rolled. Moves Rolled. on. Yep. Uh, next up is Chief and Mira. Now, Chief, I know, is a wolf. I don't yes. know if I recognize who Mira is. Uh, She is a bunny with what looks kind of like a carnival mask on. Oh, the superhero. She's pretty new, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, she uh, became yeah. like uh, I think it was this one of not yeah New Leaf yeah she came out with like O'Hare and stuff um she's like because there's like a bunch of superhero themed animals too mm-hmm. and they put like one through four were already in the game and they added Mira as like a quote unquote leader oh, of the cute. superheroes yeah it's kind of cute um let's yeah let's uh, I didn't recognize her but I do know who she is and Chief is just <laughs> kind of a generic wolf <laughs> well. 
There's I a mean, lot of chiefs. When I looked up chief, chief was like a yellow wolf. Yeah, but there's like more than one of him. <laughs> yeah, eh, that's true. Like you got chief and Kyle and Fang and Wolfgang and Lobo and like they're kind of all the same guy. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, he's like a cool wolf on the end of a wolf, but he's not. He's not. He's no Wolfgang. So <laughs> I'm gonna give it to uh, Mira. Well. Okay, so Mira moves on, and uh, speaking of other wolves, <laughs> the next matchup is Lobo and Nox. See, Lobo's the one that I always confuse. I think I like Wolfgang more than Lobo, but Lobo and Wolfgang look pretty similar. And what's the other one? Lox? Nox. K-N-O-X. Oh, that's also a bird. I think he's dressed like a knight. Yes. Uh, Although his helmet kind of just looks like a bell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great, great, great items that you can't get from many other people. If you're doing the um, happy home designer uh, for Knox, there is also Sterling, though. So, like, the bird with the helmet and armor has been done before. Oh, yeah. And honestly, Sterling is just like better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I'll, you know, I, I'm never really happy about Lobo, but I'm going <laughs> to give it to Lobo over Knox. Because Knox is mediocre. He's mediocre as fuck. <laughs> Next up, we have Audie. A-U-D-I-E and yes. Celia. Ooh, tough choices. Celia is a cute, like, again, we're on birds. Has some nice, like, light green accents to her vibe. Uh, great cookie series mm. in Pocket mm. Camp. Uh, cool, fun little wedding setup. I bought a lot of cookies out of that series. Um, Celia's cool. <laughs> and the other one was... Audie, A-U-D-I-E. Now, Audie is a magical villager. Because Audie is new. However, Audie is also named after a real life person's grandmother who played the absolute ever loving shit out Aww. of um, Animal That's Crossing cute. New Leaf to the point that the designers are like, yeah, we're going to design this after her. It's named after that like old lady who spent more hours than I have <laughs> in New Leaf. Wow. Yeah. Um, she's a cool wolf. Very new, uh, red fur, cool sunglasses, sunflower top, bright blue, very summery. Um, it's got to go to Audie just on basis of grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) And she does look very cool. I would want her on my island. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have Cherry and Lucky. Okay. So, Cherry the dog or Cherry the bear? Fuck. Yeah. I don't know. There are two cherries in Animal Crossing. Mini bracket. That's annoying. <laughs> we, need, we need a mini bracket here. Okay, so the okay. winner of the cherry versus cherry bracket goes on <laughs> to fight this cherry versus whoever I bracket. I mean, that's probably what I was going to leave it down to. So, Agnity, which cherry do you prefer? Is it C-H-E-R-I or... C-H-E-R-R-Y. Okay, so that's the dog. Okay, so it's okay. It is spelling based. So, yes, the dog yeah. in that case. So you don't get to choose. It's not your choice. I get the dog. The dog is very cool. It's like a punk rock dog. It's very gear coded. <laughs> it, she is, yes. Or he? She. She is. Yeah. She is. Yeah. Yeah, she is. Uh, the other one was? Lucky. Lucky, the bone dog. Oh, bo- oh dear. I love Lucky so much. Yeah, the mummy puppy. like a mummy. <laughs> that, is, that is very good. Aww. Uh, his little description in Pocket Camp is it's rare to meet someone who fails to live up to his name so spectacularly, but Lucky doesn't seem to mind. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a little cutie. 
He also has one eye and he's just been wrapped up like a mummy. Um, Lucky is also level 62 in my pocket. I keep him around for fall. So like all fall, I walk around with this mummy dog behind me. It's great. I had to give it to Lucky. I'm sorry to Cherry. I had some really fun times with Cherry making like houses in um, New Horizons. But honestly, just, you know. Very reasonable because Lucky is awesome. Like that's I love just Lucky. <laughs> a very, a very good aesthetic. Yeah. Um. So next we have Coco and okay. Pietro. Oh Jesus Christ! Why did you put these two in the same bracket? <laughs> <laughs> I know Random randomized. Okay, but these are like the two most controversial Animal Crossing characters. Of like, do you like them or are you afraid of them? Because Pietro is a straight up clown. Like, <laughs> like he he's a sheep clown. That's just what Pietro is. He's, <laughs> he's a sheep clown. He's yeah, got he clown is. makeup. He's got just bright colors everywhere. And he's then, a sheep and then, and then Coco, Coco, Coco is... has no eyeballs. Coco's like a weird coconut bunny. Like, <laughs> yeah, <sighs> yeah. Looking at her now, are... she is kind of cursed. Yes. <laughs> So you picked the most cursed <laughs> and somehow managed to put them together. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, Coco. Coco beats clown. Coco beats clown. Let's let's go with that. I, I can agree with that. She also has the vibe of those things in uh, like those like forest spirits and spirited away. Yeah. So yeah. that, I think that gives her a little bit more points personally, because those things are kind of cute. I mean, there's a level to this Coco that's not a clown, at least. Yes. Clown bad. Clown bad. Uh, our next matchup is Etoile and Ketchup. Okay. Who? Uh, I know Etoile. Ketchup. E-T-O-I-L-E. Oh, okay. Wait, I do know who this is, I think. Let me. Oh, very, very. This is. Oh, she's a pastel sheep. Yes, and very new. New leaf. It looks like. Okay, so, <laughs> um, a few years ago, Pocket Camp did a crossover with um the Sanrio, like Hello Kitty and shit. Oh, okay. Um, and they created a bunch of villagers based on Hello Kitty Sanrio characters oh. in Pocket Camp. She is one of them. She's based on the twin sisters or something like that. I don't really know what Sanrio characters are like. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. But cute vibes, very fluffy and purple mm-hmm. and light and yeah. soft. Um, and then Ketchup is a tomato duck. and we know how i feel about food (laughs) (laughs) it just doesn't feel right man i mean my sister-in-law's favorite is actually ketchup ketchup was on her island on my brother's switch so like i understand it one of the very few amiibo cards that i actually have was a ketchup card Um, (laughs) i say was because i do not know where i put those cards Ooh, uh-oh. And it has been a what? I think I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to give it to Ketchup because the sheep is cute, but also didn't give me any special furniture in Pocket Camp because those <laughs> characters did. And I leveled didn't them all up to stuff. 20. Yeah, I mean, you get them up to level 20 and they're like, hey, here's a special piece of furniture you can only get through me for like every single other villager in this game, <laughs> except for those Sinrio characters. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right, Ketchup it is. Oh, and I, I personally do like looking at ketchup. I, I do kind of like the design. Ketchup's it's cute. Very good. Yeah. As far as food based animals go. Okay. So next up is Aurora. Yes. And 
Zucker. Ooh, Zucker is a octopus. Yes. And he is shaped like a takayaki ball, right? Yes. <laughs> and we know how I feel about food. <laughs> <laughs> and we know how you uh, feel about penguins. Yeah, so Aurora's going to take this hands down. Zucker's fucking creepy, man. I don't know. He looks like food. Not in a yeah. good way. Ketchup I can, yeah. like, you know, I can accept. Zucker is... Isn't- isn't like German for sugar Zucker? So I, I, I mean, sweet. maybe, but he does look like a takoyaki ball. Yeah. So okay. that is that is absolutely what he is, not sugar octopus. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, the only good octopus is Marina. She's perfect in every way. A cephalobot is actually kind of my best friend. So mm. eat shit. Awkward. <laughs> Although I think thinking about it, I find it kind of funny that I had like so many pink villagers. I, I had Marina and I, yeah. and I had Flora. So and I love them both. They were great. Um, OK, so next up after Zucker got fucking wrecked yeah. is Antonio and Bob. OK, Bob wins. Antonio is just a weird aardvark, right? Yes, Bob. <laughs> uh, he's an anteater. Yeah. Antonio is an anteater, which makes sense because his name's Antonio. And he's just kind of normal looking. I think he might be sporty. Uh, He's a jock. He's a jock. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, um, if you go on to New Horizons and you find him on the Happy Home Designer, his request is beige. Not a joke. <laughs> um, That's what he um, wants. <laughs> no. <laughs> Antonio. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, next we have Tipper, a cow versus Hopper. Okay, Tipper's definitely a cow. Hopper's got to be a bunny, right? Uh... No, Hopper is an angry penguin. <laughs> yeah, he's a rock hopper. He's a well, you know, I, this is what I would call a macaroni and cheese penguin, personally. Yeah. He's a rock hopper penguin. He's got a cool Again, dragon shirt. He does. He looks like he can kick your ass seven ways. He does. Day. Yeah. His now, outfit actually kind of makes him look like Kill Bill. To be yes, honest, the he coloration. does have those vibes. He looks like yeah. He's like a ninja without trying to be a ninja, like snake mm-hmm. or whatever. However, Tipper, if I remember correctly, her default outfit is a rainbow shirt just bright fucking rainbow on a black and white Mm -hmm. cow and it's june so happy pride timber wins (laughs) and that has nothing to do with the fact that rock hopper scared the fuck out of me when he was in my gamecube village honestly fair i restarted a lot of gamecube villages like i went through gamecube villages like they were water like every three days i feel like i just started a new one i never ever got very far so i saw a lot of them and like if there was a villager i didn't like i just start again and hopper was one of the times i decided to start again because you know what like as creepy as they look now, they were worse in GameCube. <laughs> oh yeah, they had a lot more jaggy edges, and the oh, anti-aliasing yeah. in those games was real bad. So it was yeah. even more jaggy. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Hopper was Hopper was a Hopper, and he has bright red eyes too. <laughs> yeah, the red eyes really don't help him on you know uh, 480p television screen from 2006 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No. That no was bueno. a demon penguin. I, it's yeah. <laughs> description of pocket camp says before you ask he's tried eye drops and no they don't help (laughs) (laughs) oh that is funny and horrible it's just a thing we all have to live with when he comes around staring at us (laughs) Uh, yeah apparently yeah okay next matchup is lionel who i assume is a lion 
and mm-hmm. Marina. Marina is again that pink penguin that, or not penguin, pink uh, octopus. octopus. Yes. yes. Uh, Lionel, I'm ninety percent you're sure is a lion that I often get confused with my favorite guy Leopold and he's again like a Lobo Wolfgang situation the lesser Mm. version well Lionel appears to be a fancy ass lion yes and I keep thinking that Lionel is the name for Leopold and I see Lionel I'm like oh that must be Leopold and it's not it's the wrong name Um, the thing about Lionel is that if you talk to him and Animal Crossing New Horizons on the Happy Home Designer he asks you for a room with a toilet Uh, I'd be, you know, reasonable request, but also there's a lot of other things you could have asked for, my guy. Yeah, no, that's what his opening statement is. He wants okay. toilet, room with toilet. I have to find the screenshot. I, I will find that as we... I also, uh, <laughs> on occasion, do request a room with a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing else, just the toilet. <laughs> just room with toilet. Maybe sink. Uh, no, 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 no. Just toilet. Just toilet. <laughs> yeah, so let's give it to Marina. <laughs> Good. She's not the, the toilet the Better lion. choice. Better choice here. Hey, uh, you got you got somewhere I can take a shit and not wash my hands? <laughs> he doesn't have to wash his hands. He's a fucking lion. <laughs> okay. Uh, next is Anka, who... I think everybody in the world knows what she looks like. And Annabelle. I I don't. Uh, Anka is an Egyptian-themed cat. She's like a yellow cat with like blue lines and stuff all over. I believe she has an actual Anka on her person. Oh, okay. Wait. Like, I'm familiar with the Balderize. Like, this is clearly porn, but we're not going to, you know, (laughs) reveal the porn on this safe for children site. Yes, she is in porn. Okay, this this is the cat that you have seen in porn. Yes, correct. I have not seen her in porn. Yeah. She is in in porn. She exists. Well, I mean, rule 34 is reside in different parts of the Internet, Luke. (laughs) Apparently, apparently I do. Yeah. Anyways, now you know that about me. Um, <laughs> uh, Annabelle. I don't know what Annabelle looks like. Annabelle, I want to say is oh, she's like a is yeah, she's a yellow. bright orange, yeah, yeah, yellow and orange, yellowy orange has some spots to her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's kind of got like a actually, she's got like um, not an armadillo. She's got like kind of like a pangolin pattern going on. Yeah, pangolin. Anka is actually in my pocket camp campsite at this very moment. <laughs> Um, Annabelle just got out. <laughs> oh, well. And by get out, I mean, like, has graduated, has reached level 15 or whatever and given me the item that I wanted from her. Oh, uh, yes. So now she's allowed to leave. Yes. <laughs> That's how this game works. <laughs> yep. Um, I think I'm going to give it to the cat just because, okay. you know, what? there's like the Egyptian dress and stuff and you can dress. Yeah, no, she's things. cool. Yeah, she's a cool cat. And I... I don't know. Anteaters just don't sit right with me. They got bad noses. Well, you get long, long face with, with a really long tongue. It makes you yeah. uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. Reasonable. Yeah. All right. And our final matchup for round one is Marshall versus Chatter, which is cheese. funny enough, a mouse. Yeah, it's a cheese mouse. Marshall is a squirrel? Marshall oh. is a squirrel, yes. A white squirrel. Oh, the pure white or, squirrel. Yeah. He's like a he's a cool guy, a Raymond type, if you will. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Yes. Um, He was actually the first cool guy villager I ever gotten um, 
New Horizons. He was the one who moved in against my will. <laughs> Forcibly uh, moved in. And the other one was uh, Chatter, the, the cheese mouse. Now, yes. Chatter is, again, my sister-in-law's best friend on my brother's island. Because <laughs> food. Yes. And one of my best friends from college's worst enemy because he hates <laughs> cheese. So there's Reasonable. a lot of strong feelings about Chatter yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my life. Apparently there is. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Marshall just for he was my cool guy friend in her New Horizons. And because I don't want to, you know... Stoke more chatter drama <laughs> in my life. <laughs> and honestly, like it was, it, it was a, it was a bad matchup, not in Chatter's favor. Because honestly, Marshall is just way cooler than him in every way. So Marshall I just thought was I would like, think it's... yeah, like and and far as the like the can you sell this animal scale? Like the top was Raymond, but Marshall was on there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was the end of round one. Now we're on to round two with the matchups you have made from round one. Right. So first up, we have... I think we're still getting swept by Bob, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, we have Ribot and Raymond. Raymond. Easy. Yes. Sorry, Robot Very. Frog. You're cool, but not that cool. Uh, next up is Flora and Rolled. Rolled. Yeah, we're going Penguin. Sorry. I know you guys mm. like pink flamingos but it's no match for penguin <laughs> then we have mira and lobo ah cool superhero rabbit or wolf that i'm always disappointed in um <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like our choice yeah no let's go cool superhero rabbit mira it is okay uh audi and lucky Ooh. Mm. <laughs> you know she wasn't my grandmother let's go with lucky <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, reasonable though. Lucky's pretty great. Lucky's awesome. <laughs> uh, cocoa and ketchup. Oof. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you don't say ketchup here, I think you're kind of crazy. Yeah, I guess it's, I ketchup. Kind of, kind of creepy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Aurora and Bob, your front Ooh, runner. Jesus, I guess Aurora. So soon. Oh, I'm so shit. sorry. I'm so sorry okay. to her. Oh, I mean, Bob poor wins, Bob. but no, Bob wins. But oh, yay. oh okay, okay, yay. Aurora is perfect in every way, shape, and form. She's a very pretty penguin, and as we can tell with Hopper, <laughs> penguins can go bad, but... <laughs> she did not. <laughs> she did not. She's great, and I feel like I've definitely designed her. It's either her or Sprinkle that I designed a house. I should keep looking for her and happy home. Sorry. R.I.P. Aurora. <laughs> you, just, you couldn't stand up to Bob. He's great. He's a purple cat. He's got... Bob's, yeah, yeah Bob. Bob's pretty good. His yeah. catchphrase is literally it's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, two matchups to go here. We have Tipper versus Marina. Marina, I'm sorry. Mm. Tipper's all right, but Pride's not that much. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, for this last round of matchups, we have Anka and Marshall. Marshall. Mm -hmm. Sorry, you told me too much about Anka. I can't look at her. I'm gonna have to. I'm just gonna feed her snacks and get her out of my campsite. I. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. All right, round three. So it is currently Raymond versus Rolled. Mm, rolled. 
Sorry. I mean, I love Roman as much, but he's like too much of a meme sometimes. Mm, yeah, I can. Yeah, that's reasonable. I think that's reasonable. The world really means a lot to me. He also wears flannel. It's adorable. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Mira and Lucky. Lucky. Yeah. Easy. I love that dog so much in his dumb mummy costume. <laughs> it's a good dog. It's a good dog. All right. I, I already know who's going to win here, but Ketchup and Bob. Yeah. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Ketchup really shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, Ketchup, Bob. <laughs> Ketchup was on some list. I'll have to go back and look and see actually which one. But Ketchup yeah. is great. Just Ketchup is nothing compared to Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Marina and Marshall. Mm. You know, relatively tough in a way they don't really care about. <laughs> <laughs> um... Let's go with Marina. Her house was a lot of fun to design in the Happy Home Designer expansion because she went with all underwater stuff. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we are down to our final four. First up, rolled and lucky. Lucky. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> again, you're making me choose between my campsite tenders. I love them so much. Uh <laughs> I'm sorry, Penguin. I have to go with Lucky. I love that guy. He's very good. He's a very good boy. He's a very good boy, and he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) No! All right. I know who's going to win this matchup, but I'm going to ask the question anyways. Bob Bob. or Marina? (laughs) Bob. He's the perfect Mm -hmm. purple cat. No, I get it. I would have gone Marina, but I get it. Pink octopus has nothing on purple cat. I mean, for me, she does. (laughs) Marina's wonderful. Okay. You haven't met Bob. Have I not met Bob? Hold on. I've definitely met Bob at some point. Everybody's met Bob. I recognize those fucking smug eyes. (laughs) Smug ass eyes he's all purple he's got a striped little tail i love bob okay well, that means we are down to our final two the matchup of all time <laughs> bob and lucky bob and lucky now okay so the thing about bob and his description on pocket camp is bob is an easygoing kind of guy he doesn't worry too much about what he does or says which doesn't always end well <laughs> bob just tells Honestly, it like it is yeah that's that's just kind of a mood um Bob is level 50 in my lineup of animals. He's also, which isn't quite lucky stats. You know, Lucky's, mm, yeah. Lucky's higher up there for me. However, the thing about Bob is that he's, uh, it's theorized that he was like the first Animal Crossing character, like from a yeah, design standpoint. Yeah, no, he was really early on, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, A, his simplicity of purple cat with spots, mm. um, and also the fact that his birthday is January 1st. <laughs> He's the guy you start your year off with. You celebrate New Year's and you give Bob a present. And No, you're just celebrating Bob at that point. Yeah. Every year you think of Bob because it's his birthday. <laughs> Every year we celebrate Bob. We do. The whole world sets up fireworks for him. <laughs> I must have had Bob in some game. And I can't even remember oh, yeah. which one. Yeah, I, I definitely had Bob. I, I'm pretty sure I had Bob in the original Animal Well. Not technically the original Animal Crossing, but the one in the GameCube. I yeah, they do Bob. assign him. He's like one of the main mascot characters. If you see a trailer yeah. for Animal Crossing, he'll be in there somewhere. Because yeah, he's no. Bob. Because <laughs> he's Bob. He's Bob, and I do love him dearly. So who's it going to be, though? Is it going to be Bob, or is it going to be it's Lucky? It's got to be Bob. It has to be Bob. I'm sorry to Lucky, but it's got to be Bob. Damn. I mean, we knew it was going to happen from the outset, apparently. I, I told you when we started, it's going to be Bob, but... but- 
taking it from Lucky, though. Lucky's awesome. Lucky's great, even if but his name Bob. is the exact opposite of what he is. <laughs> <laughs> He's a tragic character. Bob is just Bob. Bob is just Bob. And, and again, Bob is the winner of Agnity's Bracket. Well, everybody comes back and plays the stitches, so... <laughs> <laughs> This is true. <laughs> Stitches is my baby. I am considering learning how to crochet a teddy bear so I can make my own stitches. Because that's a that very good reason to learn to do that. So much. He is my favorite by far. I want to stitches. Stitches is very cool. I need anim- I need the you know because of Animal Crossing. Been working with Build a Bear lately because mm. they made a Tom Nook and they made a KK and they made a Isabel. I'm kind of like, why not make stitches? The stuffed bear. <laughs> it would be a logical choice. However, it is not a flagship character. So I don't I don't know how long you're going to be waiting for your stitches build a bear, but it's probably going to be a while. I will wait forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had fun. I think Emma's asleep. <laughs> yeah, I was going to see if she was going to show up for her fandom plug nope. where we hey, talk about what? things that we're fans of. <laughs> so that way we can prove we're not total nerds. My fandom is stitches. Yeah. My fandom is this one bear in Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> it's my great. entire personality. I love him. My fandom yep. plug is um, Stick Season by Noah Khan. The album. It's really good. Huzzah. Well, Emma's not asleep. <laughs> All right. Uh my fandom plug. Did I? Yeah, I fandom plugged Starship Troopers, but like yeah. that's that was two weeks ago. I think uh, you know third what? time in a row trying to plug it. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug it again. <laughs> I got I got nothing else going on wow. in my life. Uh I mean you gotta, you gotta play some more video games, my guy. I do have to play more video games, but like, or listen to more podcasts, like I do. Or yeah, I, I have I have three kids and no time. So like, choose a podcast to listen with them. Done. I mean, Easy. okay, okay. So my <laughs> fandom plug, uh, I, I since uh COVID hit, I kind of stopped shaving and switched to like just using clippers, so that way is like perma stubble. But recently, I've gotten back into double-edged shaving because I have, like, super sensitive skin and I get ingrown hairs. Yeah. And so, like, Mach 3 doesn't work for me. The 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 cartridge shavers doesn't work for me. And, like, the lift and cut electric shavers also don't work for me. Even Gillette, the best a man can get? Well, okay. <laughs> it was true, like, 60 years ago because I've gone back to my 1964 Gillette adjustable shaver and have been using my double-edged single-blade razor. And, you know, I'm, I'm clean-shaven again. So that's me nerding out over antiques and shaving my face. So You look so young, like a spry 87-year-old. I know, I know. <laughs> a spry 87-year-old with my 70-year-old shaver. That's what I'm a fan of. Otherwise, you're getting Starship Troopers. You know, put me on the spot like that. This is the type of a nerd rant you get. You didn't know I was a double-edged wet shaving razor nerd. And now you know. So that's what you get. Thank you. And also, <laughs> also for reference, we didn't put you on the spot. We do this every two weeks like <laughs> clockwork. 
<laughs> you knew this was coming. Yeah. Well, I was segment. I was gonna plug Starship Troopers again because Nikki uh, got to plug like you know Animal Crossing for like a month and a half. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna roll my dice, but well, before I do, I want to shout out a new podcast called Cry Havoc Ask Questions Later, which is by the same guy who did Wooded Overcoat, which is like one of my very most favorite podcasts that have ever existed. That was a sitcom about funeral directors on a small island. This is about Rome two years after Julius Caesar is dead and uh, comedy ensues. Oh, um, sounds Shakespearean. It's on the Rusty Quill Network. There's only three episodes out right now, but I feel like it's going places. Uh, my number is 87, though. That's hilarious. <laughs> hmm. Jamie, I dedicate this podcast to you. Oh, boy. I had to shout out Cry Havoc, ask questions later on its own because I am over 100 podcasts and I'd never be able to roll for it. Isn't that mm-hmm. fun? Well, if you deleted some. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I have. And those podcasts can go eat fucking dirt. They suck. <laughs> 80, 81, 87 is the problem with Jon Stewart. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so my podcast yeah. is the problem with Jon Stewart, huh? Yeah, congratulations. Oh, man. Honestly, uh, good pick. They, they, yeah, they just uh, started up their For Your Consideration promos for uh, the Emmys because they want an Emmy. Uh, great show if you have any interest in Jon Stewart embarrassing governors. <laughs> um, Honestly, it's very entertaining, the, the few so things I've seen John out of so it. I so much. And like, not just in like the writer strike is happening, so I don't have any late night anymore. So I miss all late night, but I also miss John mm. specifically. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, the podcast, the Apple show is you have to pay for Apple. I think they put out like half the show on YouTube like John Oliver do. Mm. So you look that up and find that if you don't pay for Apple TV. But then they also do the podcast, which is not what's on the show. It's actually, yeah, it's It's quite separate from, yeah. So, I mean, it's not just bonus scenes. It's not like cut content. It's actually usually an additional interview and also John talking to the writers, just like one-on-one around a microphone kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, So they talk together about whatever's going on in the week. And then they have an interview with somebody involved with the story that was on the show. Hmm. So Hmm. it's definitely additive. It's not repetitive. That's good, at least. Yeah. Yeah. There's only 58 episodes of it. But I mean, it's been out for a couple of years at this point. So you'd have to yeah. go back to 2022. It's very, you know, of the time. So like, I mean, mm. there's like a whole yeah, yeah. thing about SVB collapsing and stuff like that. And it's kind of like that <laughs> hasn't mattered to me in months. Hmm. Right. You guys remember the Ohio train disaster? Sure do. Yep. Yeah. You know, if you want to listen to an interview about that. Yep. Me and my five handed Ohioan friends do. <laughs> Uh, well, my fandom plug for this week is going to be Warhammer Vermintide 2, because uh, me and a couple of friends got into playing that over the weekend, and we had a really good time. Um, if, if you need Left for Dead in your life and Back for Blood didn't do it for you, Warhammer Vermintide is where you should be playing. Um, oh, yeah, I played a lot of uh, Vermintide 1. Well, uh, Vermintide 2 is more of it, <laughs> oh, <laughs> pretty boy. much. Yeah, I've um, been keeping my eye on the, the, what is it, Warhammer, what is it, the Bolter one? It's that uh, retro shooter. Oh, yeah. I heard that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen gameplay and it's like, uh, yeah, once once I have time to play, I'll go ahead and buy it. So Yeah, I mean, if you want like anything... And that is in any genre. Just look, glance over what Warhammer is making because they are making so many games. All the <laughs> like, games. 
they're all the games and all the different genres. I'm pretty sure like in like three to six months, there's supposed to be like a CRPG in Warhammer coming out. Wow. Um, yeah, they're they're doing a shit ton of shit. And Warhammer is a fun universe to be in. So, wow. I, I actually stuff. I actually own Vermintide 2, but I've never Ooh, played it. You should install it and we should play it. That's yeah, point. you can play it with four players. Oh man, but it's it's yeah. ninety gigs, and I only have a terabyte hard drive. Oh no, yeah, this is this is asking for nine percent of my hard drive. So mm-hmm. it is, but it's a good nine percent. Mm. I promise you. Other thing I want to plug is that by the time this comes out, like most of like the gaming stuff that is dropping this weekend will be out and around. Um, if you watch any like indie game stuff and you like the game totally go wishlist that thing on steam or you know on wherever it's coming out because that really helps out indie devs and they'll really appreciate it so do that thing please (laughs) for the indie devs for the games that they are making huzzah do it i'm not beth bay and she's not here to send us out more theme music goes here This podcast was created and produced by a spaced group of volunteers. Talking Sons was mastered and edited by Agnetti. Our theme music is Madness is Everywhere by Lobo Loco. Grab the next episode in your podcatcher of choice or from Nikki.horse. Next episode should drop on June 26th. If you would like to help us get ready to survive re-entry, consider telling your friends to listen to the Grands. We'd really appreciate it because Nikki won't stop tweeting at Elon Musk. Help! Hey. Did normal get clean yet? No.